three Holy places. Hold on, let me take off my ears. He's right there. I don't see him. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, he's not bad. Here. Do it live. Kill him. Oh, my God, he almost ran away. Episode 88, William Nylander, shout out, big ups to you. What happened? I don't know, it's his number in hockey. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I thought something happened. No, I'm just a stupid asshole. Okay. Hello, friends. We're back, and a lot has changed, including my beard. CJ doesn't... It's gone. CJ has a face, apparently. It's gone, yep. Uh, I'm just going to forewarn you, not the listeners, but I haven't been farting. What else is new? All right, just letting you know. I think every episode, all you do is fucking tear ass. Uh, better out than in. Yeah. Well, yeah. You'll your stomach <laughs> will explode if you hold it in. That is a known fact. That is true. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sound machine. Uh, we're drinking Jack Daniel's rye. Full disclosure, we did try this the other night. I don't really remember it, and I didn't pay much attention to it. Here's it. it was, I didn't. I didn't make an informed decision. I was like, I'm I, drinking. This. You you can't because. Uh, what do we, we also have? Had we like had eight beers. Yeah, we had uh, some Belgian mo- uh, Belgian moons, cream ores. Oh, cream ores. Yep, good one. Um, <laughs> a couple of banquets, and then we had. I had a fucking seltzer because I had one left in the fridge, and then we went straight into this, and it was like the end of the night. So, I was also like halfway through a uh, chipotle wrap binging experience. So. <laughs> I was I was really focused on Chipotle and chicken. Yeah. Uh, so this is made only in Lynchburg, Tennessee. Which is exactly where they make Jack Daniels normal. Crazy. Full disclosure for those who are just listening, 10 out of 10 fucking label for me. I like the The, the branding on it is 10 yeah. out of 10. Now, regular Jack Daniels is like 10 out of 10 as well. Yeah. They do a great job. I like the colors. The greens. Yeah. The off beiges. The yeah. old-timey beige, I should yeah. say. If we're talking guitars, we're talking vintage white. Is that a vintage white, that color? Yeah. Oh, CJ's a magician. I had three of them. I'm going to go ahead and pour myself a healthy glass. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to go that healthy. Yeah. But. You do what you got to do. No ASMR because stupid-ass fucking... Yeah. So you know what? Place. We shouldn't say it's a 10 out of 10 bottle. I think it's still a 10 out of 10 bottle. I don't care about the cork. I'm going 9, 9.8 mm. just because there's no cork. Mm. Like, come on. Now, does a regular Jack Daniels have a cork? Let me say no. I think so. I think you're right. I think you're right. I don't drink it very often, I don't but drink it is it good. It's one of those things that I, every time I drink it, I'm like, I should drink this more often. Yeah, it's same. quite good. And I also think, wow, I shouldn't have been an asshole with my brother all these years. <laughs> Nah, it's fine. Yeah, he deserves it. Cheers, bud. Cheers, man. Whew. We should have put the ice in after the first sip. I don't think it Not changes bad. too much. Not bad. It's uh It's rye. Yeah. It's s- definitely rye. Spicy. <coughs> Whoa. Spicy. <coughs> It's got a bit of a burn. You know you're drinking fucking rye. It's hot. Yeah. It's got a, a lot of burn after. Now, I don't know because I have read that when you dilute it, a lot of that shit sits up at the top. So your first sip, 
is usually pretty rough. Mm. Well, so the virgin might be a little skewed. <laughs> if this is bro science, I think they're accurate. Jack Daniels Tennessee Rye brings together two classics. Rye's distinct flavor drawn from our unique 70% rye grain bill and Jack's time-honored charcoal mellowing method. What emerges is a spicy whiskey that's sipping smooth, not sipping. We don't have time for G's up in this bitch. Nope. Sipping. Sip in. Sipping. Sipping smooth. <coughs> Fuck. <laughs> Chris is dying this podcast. Oh, well, you. they nailed spicy, but I like it. I like the spicy, and I think you're kind of the same when it comes to the to whiskeys. I like. We the like to know. I like to know yeah, that I'm drinking. Yeah, it. we like to know we're drinking something. It's not fucking peanut butter or cough yeah, syrup. I'm not trying to drink some fucking apple juice here. No. Um, Fuck! I can't have. I got to get my virgin first. Okay, I'm gonna go eight point one on the virgin. Wow, not bad. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, it's rye. Like as far yeah. as rye goes, it tastes like rye. I, it was uh, what I was expecting rye would taste like, and it was hot. It was fine. Eight point one. I'm gonna go uh, seven seven, and just because the like it was like a acid reflex burn. <laughs> After that's, I swallowed, like, and it, it, it lasted a while. It lasted a little longer than I would have liked. But again, that's that could be your thing. dilution theory. Yeah, and then that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it could be a little skewed. No burn on that one. No, see, I think we got all the burn out. We burned it out. Yeah, let me go again here. Fuck, that tastes... <laughs> this is the dumbest sounding podcast. Generally, always, but... It's just rye. Like, it tastes like just fucking just rye. Fucking rye. Yeah. There's the like Jack Daniel just made rye. Yeah. It's almost this is a fucking stupid ass thing to say, but it's almost misleading because it's like, hey Jack Daniels, you made a rye. I'm expecting it to kind of taste like Jack Daniels. They're like, no. have a, and they're like, like no. a little hint of it. You they're know, like, no, but we just made rye and it's our yeah. company that made it. Yeah, we did rye and it's our rye. It's I don't not know, like uh I don't know how I feel about like old ass fucking whiskey makers that make one thing really well and then dipping into like I don't I don't know if anyone was like we need a, a rye from Jack Daniels it's that time though it like everybody everybody has at least if it's not one they have at least two two I'm, things that they do you know I'm just saying I don't know and if it, I love it I, I'm with you yeah because like you got a really good thing going just do that but also they, I don't like that do fucking honey shit they made uh, well, that that's a liqueur. Like we fucked up on that one. Like Still I literally don't. thought it was Jack Daniels, like infused with honey or however they fucking do it with whiskey. You know S- what I mean? Still though. Still, yeah. I don't. Again, I don't think ever people were like, we need a liqueur from Jack Daniels. Uh, true. Because it is. I believe it is still the number one selling whiskey in America. Really? Maybe the world. Wow. That's a bold statement. That is very. Welcome bold, to the misinformation my hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm well, rename welcome the show. to. Fake news. Yeah. <laughs> Which is I'm all about. Yeah. I love me a good fake news. Well, I'm going to hit you with... Uh, yeah, go for it while I I'm look not, this I'm going to hit you with the Flavor Town. Flavor Town, we're going down. Tastes like rye. <laughs> there you have it. Uh, I don't hate it. It's not my favorite. It's not my favorite out of the whiskeys. Um, I, I prefer a Canadian rye over... Um, been, the problem is it's been a while since like I've had a US brown. Rye? 
I would say this we've is had a couple of rise though, it. but know, like Canadian, like Canadian rye, and we've had some, like, changed my mind on rye. I, I I really, not as I didn't hate it as much as I did Scotch back in the day. But uh, there there's a lot of rye that are it's like yeah I would definitely pick up that bottle just to have. Uh, now don't ask me to name them. Because <laughs> it's been a long ass time since we've had them, but the uh, yeah, rye is just not my favorite. I'm gonna go. I don't mind this though. I'm gonna go eight flat. It's a good rye. And your flavor train? And it's, yeah, it's it's rye. Tastes like rye. Um, I actually, I think I prefer it over Crown. I just burped and it was straight hot fire. Nice. And it was just like a subtle like. Burp. Nice. And it just... That's set, always what you want. Set my esophagi alight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I remember Crown being really sweet. And better than I was expecting, to be honest. I'm going to echo your sentiments and say, it's fucking rye. Yeah, it's just rye. There's like... There's no... There's nothing else to it. I'm going to go 7.9. Okay. Because it's... I think it's fine. I think it tastes fine. I'm not a, a rye connoisseur by any means. Yeah. And it's like, this is the thing about rye, and I'm going to say this out loud, and if someone who knows what they're talking about is going to go, you're a dummy. I know. I'm with you. Yeah. Um. But I don't find there's like a lot of like characteristics to it. Other That's than what I'm like, trying to say. It's not like a bourbon where there's like, it's sweet. It's got a bit like, and you can have a few different flavors in there. Yeah. Rye is like we made we got one well, plant, especially this, and one. we made a fucking liquor out of it. And this is here you go. Yeah, especially this one. It's literally all their entire description of it is uh, Jack Daniel's Tennessee Rye brings together two classics: rye's distinctive flavor, Which drawn from nailed. our unique seventy percent rye grain bill, and Jack's uh, time honored charcoal mellowing method. Which I'm not sure what that is. Which but embarks, it's obviously a way for it to fucking rest. Oh, which emerges is a what emerges is a, s- a spicy whiskey that's sipping smooth. Again, we drop the G's up in here. And with that segue, I'm going smoothness, and it is pretty dang smooth. How was that? That was a hell of a segue, right? Segway man. Try. Uh, just for the record, uh, Jack Daniels is the number one selling whiskey. Is. Is yeah in the world or the state or like no, North in the America? world? I believe. Wow. Yeah, they sell like over thirteen million in, cases. Like a year. how you threw in believe. <laughs> What's that? You didn't look up the actual facts. I did. Oh okay. But I just had to click. Oh, there was like gotcha. one button I had to click. That was like, oh, okay. what is the number one selling? It's gotcha. Jack Daniels. Gotcha. I assumed when I read the article they're referring to the world, not just America. Yeah. Because it's a big world. It is. Uh, smoothness. Uh, I'll do it. Eight eight. All right. Smooth as shit. It. it is smooth. Yeah, I'm going to go solid nine. Yeah. It's very good. Also, um, we went with ice, which we don't usually do. Yeah. But I kind of like rye with... I was just going to say, I think rye... There's a few whiskeys that are... are that, like, with. you hey. should probably have a little bit of ice. Call me... I don't know. Don't I'm going to call you a non-believer. On. Yep. Uh, sometimes <laughs> it is nice just to have a glass of whiskey on the rocks. Yes. Especially today when you don't have AC, 
and you've been in the car for an hour <laughs> fucking sweating your ass off, it's nice to have a nice refreshing glass of whiskey that's not room temperature. Yeah, I can't drink hot whiskey today. No. That's not my lifestyle. Today is sorry. not the day. Um, I will go smell. Okay. Because it smells like rye. Yep. I feel like it's not aggressive. It's not that bad. I felt like the first sip, the first smell was... Um, it's the fine. Bottle, the bottle smells like pure alcohol. 7.4 on the smell because it's fine. Okay. There's not a whole lot happening for me. Yeah. No, it smells like... Yeah. I'm a, we're a broken record today. It smells like rye. <laughs> we're drinking rye. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know this. We're drinking rye. Uh, smell, I'm going to go 7.5. Okay. It's mediocre. It's right there. Mediocre at best, I will says. say this. I think this rye... If you're somebody that, that likes to make mixed drinks or cocktails, I think this is your... It's quite tame. It's tame. It's literally... Just rye. I think that's why there, I think I there's like it more nothing. Crown. There's nothing else in it to like make it sweeter or whatever. So I feel like if you're making cocktails, mixed drinks, whatever, and you like to get angry and punch you like, people at bars, you want you rye, rye. That that's your that's what you should be mixing with. Do you subscribe to the theory that rye makes people angry? Because no. I I don't either. I, I just think I think you're just an I, angry I think, drunk. Yeah, I think <laughs> you're just an angry alcoholic. Yeah. That's, that's generally what I thought. Literally, too. <laughs> literally, that's because the people that I hear that are the, every person I've heard that's like, man, when I drink rye, I get fucking angry. It's like always after they drank about thirteen beers. The only They're thing just, that and then, I'll like, they say, drink thirteen beers like a day, and, and it's more so just for the uh, the story is uh, tequila makes me like want to be um, want to learn Spanish. Like, I, I just want to talk Spanish. You should come to work with me. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, like, there is, uh, it, it's a long, another day, another day. And make, you, like, as you're drinking tequila, you just hear it. Me and John went for like, hopped into a bar, and last, somehow we managed to get shots out of them. We showed up to the bar, and they were like, we already did last call. We're like, yo, we're just, two shots. Just two drugs. And we're hammered. Like just give us. We need this. Thank God, John's oven had a auto shut off after the timer goes, or else he would have set the pizza on fire at his house. Anyways, I walked out and I was like trying to speak Spanish. (laughs) (laughs) Don't ask. It happened. All right. Um, Finish. Yeah, I was gonna say something. I was going to guys. That's the podcast. See you later. Yeah, finished. Bye. Uh, I think the finish is going to be pretty high for me. Me too. The uh, I think, again, I think having the ice right off the rip uh, skewed, definitely, the, definitely skewed, the ver- skewed the virgin. Now, mine's pretty diluted by now. But after that first sip, I didn't have a, that acid reflex burn. There's not a bad taste that sticks around in your mouth. It's, just, it's a good drink. It's, it's not bad whiskey. I'm going to... I'm going to go 8.5. Uh, it doesn't really leave me desiring more, but it's not like I'm not going to finish my drink. I'm going to go 8.7. I find it quite... It's just mellow. Yeah, I think it's good for like... Oh, yeah. I think it's where whiskey should be. Yeah. There's a bit of flavor. Um, it's not a fucking aggressive burn, although we bitched and moaned about it uh, for the first sip, but that's 
on the verge and don't fucking listen to this. Yeah, it's because we threw ice in there and whatever. Yeah. Bro, we bro scienced it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's it's fucking whiskey, bro. That's all it is. It's just whiskey. Yeah. I'm gonna tally these moths with my handy dandy. I fucking love that you fucking have a calculator this week. I'm a big fan of calculators. I'm be honest. I with was you. too. I used to write all the um, answers inside my the little case. You were one of them guys. Yeah. Using my resources, dude. It seems like, to me, it always seemed like way too much effort to cheat. I I don't know how you can cheat on a math test unless you have the test prior. Well, didn't you write your, you said you wrote your answers inside the calculator. No, I would like certain like what Oh, like to formulas? Do. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fair yeah. enough. <laughs> my brain was mush back then and it's even more mush it's now. It's even more mushier. Yeah. It's mushy-ish. Yeah. Eight, 8.5. Yep. I think they're going to be pretty similar. Yeah, they are. Yep. Off by one. Yep, I am 8.2. And I am 8.1. And there's your review, ladies and gentlemen. Jack Daniels. Pretty solid, I'd say. Rye. Tennessee rye. If you like rye, try it. If you like rye, if you like mixing with rye, try and it. And if you're one of those people that rye makes you angry, maybe you should quit drinking altogether. Yeah, because I don't think it's the rye. Back to uh, what you were saying about tequila and how it makes you want to speak Spanish. I do find that tequila is a fun drunk for me. I highly enjoy it. Some people are like, man, tequila makes me go crazy. It's like crazy or you just want to have a lot as much fun as you possibly I want to. Th- I want to throw a... Um, my brain is much today. I don't even know what to call it. Uh, a theory out there, I guess you could say. I like you theories. Because... I know somebody that they're like, I cannot drink tequila. Cannot do it. Nope. Can't do it. I, I become a completely different person. I'm like, is it is it the alcohol or is it because you're doing shots of it? I would say it's probably shots and it's probably like anytime you start busting out shots, the night's going to go downhill. I think. Well, you can get... You can have too many without it hitting you, and then they all hit you at once. And then you turn into a different person because you're either blackout. So drunk. You're either blackout or you're, like, fucking sloppy because you're about to fucking puke. Yeah. Like, no shit, you're a different person. You just bang back fucking six tequilas in two hours. Right. So On it, top of your drinking. So, I, now, I, I, I know I some think, people I think that, all that say shit, shit. I think all that shit just comes down to, like, not drinking correctly. Yeah, like the shit with the people that, that are like, I can't drink, drink rye. Well, are you drinking rye by the shot? Or, or are, you are you mixing an it? And then person? you're like, you may as well be doing shots because of how stiff your drinks are. And then again, after four, you've crushed a bottle. I think a lot of right? people pour rye on top of their drinking in a bar all day. Like these are the people that I have historically experienced that say that they're angry rye drinkers. They're people who drink beer. Like, at an alcoholic, they're alcoholics. Yeah. And then, so, like, if you're drinking beer for fucking five hours after work, you're pretty fucking drunk. And then you yeah. and then you dip into the fucking rise. And chances are, if you're a fucking generate alcoholic, you got some bugaboos anyways. Yeah. So now rise just escalated your drunkness. Yeah. Or your fucking emotional distresses. Yeah. And you're like, I'm fucking, this fucking rye made me angry. It's like, I think you're just angry. Yeah, I think you're just an angry human <laughs> Probably being. just angry. Yeah, you want to scooch in just a hair? No, the other way. <laughs> okay, see you, Chris. 
Just a hair. I do. Yeah, I yeah. do. I just, I'm just going to grab a can of that bubbly because I'm very parched. Yeah, don't forget to take your headphones off. No, I'm bringing these with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, no, I really think that it comes down to... Uh, no, I got a water. I'm good, man. Thanks, though. Uh, I, th- I, r- I really think it comes down to a lot of those people that are like, I can't drink this alcohol. I get it if you had a bad experience when you were younger and puked your brains out. I understand that. And like the smell just, you can't do it. I got that. But those that are like, oh, I can't drink it because I, I get angry. It's like, are you doing shots of it? Or like Chris was saying, are you drinking beers all day and then switching? And you're so hammered from the beers that those are just putting you over the the tippy top. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, you're probably fighting with some demons on the inside. And The only reason I know that is because I've also been there. Like, when I was younger and wasn't drinking properly or, like, angry, whatever the fuck. Yeah, you're like, you crack into something else. It's like, no, you're just way too fucking drunk for what you should be. Yeah. And you're just not dealing with your shit. Yeah. Some, you, sometimes you just got to deal with your shit. Or not. Or just keep, or not. Or keep pouring booze on it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and, and blaming the rye. Sure. <laughs> I do. It's funny the little, like... <clears throat> superstitions people develop with themselves about drinking, which isn't necessarily a bad thing because I've heard people refer to like taking drugs as like rituals and like every drug should be taken ritualistically, which immediately, like when I first heard that, just that statement, I was like, that's fucking dumb. You can't do that. And it's like, okay, like how about this for alcohol? Uh, don't, we don't drink on weekdays. And when we do drink, it's on the weekends and we got to eat some food beforehand. Like, that's a pretty decent, like, ritual ritual to go through before you start drinking. Yeah. But there's, um, there is some people that are like, I know, that are like, I can't, I forget which it is. It's either clear or dark. Like, I can't drink clear liquor, and, or it's dark liquor, and I can't remember. Because, because they... Because they, they react poorly to the clearness of the liquor. Okay. You, so that's like... Okay. I, I thought you were going to go like... No. Like, I know some people, like, I used to... I used to hate dark rum, but I always mixed it. And I, I preferred the taste of like white rum, like clear rum. Which is fair. When I'm mixing. This ain't that. Nowadays, it's the opposite. <laughs> but yeah, that definitely ain't No, it. this is just um, that shit. That, it's like the same as like rye makes me angry. Yeah. It's like every time I drink clear liquor, you know, I just get crazy. And it's like, I think nah, you're, I I think you're just that. doing shots of vodka at two in the morning. Yeah. And which not is like, just like one. Yeah. Like you're doing too many. And again, I ain't criticizing. We all been there. I'm just telling it for what it is. Like, this is the issue. I think that's one thing I could say that, like, I don't think I ever said, like, oh, I can't drink this because I'll be angry. It was more so, like, I can't drink this because I hate the taste of it. I was definitely, I can't do shots because I will throw up. That was definitely me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. a number of years. You you gagged in my basement and made my brother throw up because you gagged. I did a shot in front of someone when I was 19 years old, and they're like, let's do a shot, because you're 19, that's yeah. all you do when yeah. you go out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do a shot, I'm like, no, 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 and they're like, come on, like, do a shot, I'm like, no, nah. it's like, I don't fucking do shots, because, like, I, I don't handle them well. Yeah. And then I did the shot, and it was in front, <laughs> and it was in front of the guy, and he watched my, like, spectacle of me doing a shot, because, back to booze rituals, for those who don't know, when I used to have to do a shot, I had to be near a sink because I would gag so bad. Sometimes you'd throw up. Sometimes I would throw up. Like, I just couldn't. Yeah, yeah. Which is hilarious now, like, just sipping. Because we're the, drinking by the glass. Never would I ever be able to do this. <laughs> yeah, same. Um, but we're degenerates, and we 
developed a taste for. We're seasoned alcoholics. <laughs> refer to yourself as a de- degenerate. <laughs> Gladly. Do not refer to me <laughs> as such things. Oh, um, so I'd be like, I did this fucking shot, and I was like struggling to hold it back, and it was like something easy. And he just burst out laughing. He's like, what the fuck was that? I'm like, I told you I don't do shots. Like, you do that every time our buddy was sitting beside us. He's like, every time. Every time. Yeah, Chris does, Chris does that every time. Every time. It was like your <laughs> uh, your your phone puke days. Yeah. I should have just taken the hint and be like, alcohol is not for you, pal. <laughs> yeah, that shit. Instead, that I just powered through to... it. I'm like, no, I, I'll... I'll figure I'll it out. I'll figure this out. <laughs> 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 your phone puke days were some of the fucking funniest for me. <laughs> <laughs> like we just be like walking to the bar and then next thing you know bleh, and it's literally just was foam. just foam i actually almost i actually mastered it yeah there was like a way for me to like corral it in my body i'm like okay i can just get this part out you separated it in I, your I managed to do some chemistry yeah. in there <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know what i think a lot of that was it was back to this fucking i've told you about this and i've probably said it on here before but well, this was before that. This is when we were like kids. But um, I think it was like drinking bottled and canned beer very fast, many of them. Right out of the bottle or the can. Right out of the bottle or the can. And we were always eating like pizza or chips. So I'm just fucking creating a foam dynasty. Yeah. And it's got to go just, somewhere. It's, it's Yeah. And, and for me, it came out. Yeah. So foam puke. Happens. Happens to the best of us. These fucking things could make you foam puke. Bubbly, by Yo, the way. Those things have so much fucking bubbles in them. It's ridiculous. <laughs> like, you can aggressively pour one, and it'll it's like, still over bubbly. It'll overflow, and you've poured an inch into it. Yeah, but even after you aggressively pour it, there's still a shit ton of bubbles in there. It's all it sounds like when you're taking a sip out of it. It's fucking crazy. Oh, it's crazy, man. They they're, perfected they're pretty the art good, of though. it. The yeah, they are. Are pretty good too, because they're two flavor. Are they? Yeah, I've only like, had one, and Audrey gave it to me. But like their cans are like always like blueberry with pomegranate Kiwis. or some shit. Yeah, sure. I didn't know that. That's what's missing from the uh, bubbly the. Uh, sparkling water game is a strawberry a good strawberry kiwi strawberry kiwi Stra- i was like i wasn't always a big juice guy yeah that's it but great. occasionally i would get a dull strawberry kiwi yep perfection yes perfection it's a such a great combo yes sir it really is i have the only drinking problem i think i have <laughs> is that you drink <laughs> is is with iced tea like nest tea Actually, President's Choice, for some reason, there's a case in my house right now. Pretty fucking good, but that shit does not last like three seconds. And uh, it, and oh, it, I thought you were like talking about alcohol. Gone. I'm like, I'm no, confused here. No, like, just like a pop. Got it. Because like I'm, not a, only pop, pop I'm not a big pop guy. That's really the only pop, and I don't even consider it pop because it's not fizzy. Twice a year, I'll have a nest tea. And I don't even put the can down when I crack it. Oh, yeah. It's, it's just, just an immediate. Gone. It's just an immediate. Like, literally, I will not put it down. It just, it's so good it, it's, in that moment. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, uh, every once in a while, like, when we go get, like, McDonald's or whatever, I'll occasionally get, like, a large iced tea. I just bury that fucker. Buddy, it's gone before I get home. Yeah. <laughs> and if you know where the McDonald's is, it's... It's pretty close. Two minutes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty close. Um, I was... 
I'm like that. There's something about McDonald's Coke, that watery, shitty Coke. I haven't had a Coke in I don't know how long. Once a year, I'll get a McDonald's Coke. Really? And it's always with like a, like a combo when I'm like, I need fries and something sweet. Yeah. But that's that like, sounds like a hangover. How dare you? <laughs> Assume that of me. That's like the best but that's, hangover that's why cure. Pop, I'll right drink there. like two Nestle a year and like one Coke yeah. from McDonald's. Yeah. And that's it. Like there was, I remember when I was not allowed to have pop and thankfully like my parents were smart about that. Yeah. It was like on a trip out East and I'd like barely remember this trip. I was like four, maybe five. And I think I was like, we just had like pop and water in the back seat of the car. And I pissed like every eight minutes on this trip. <laughs> it got so bad that literally they would open the side of the van and, you just and they would outside. hold me as they slowly crawled along the highway. So they could continue to go and at least be moving. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's legal nowadays. <laughs> Definitely but. <laughs> not. Definitely not. But it sure was back then. And uh, on the trip, my mom's like, no more pop for you. Yeah. And it wasn't like it was making You're me, cut off. Wasn't like it was making me crazy. But yeah. also like looking back, like four-year-olds should not be drinking. There's, no, I don't, don't think anybody it. should be drinking pop, let alone children. Yeah. But children seem to be the biggest consumers of pop, which is... Strange in my book. I've heard I've heard some weird comments about aspartame. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, you nailed it. I've heard some weird comments. CJ's a learned doctor. Coming. CJ coming, shaved his face on Saturday. It's now Monday. Just so everyone's wondering, yeah. it's like the most facial hair I've ever had <laughs> in my entire life. It's grown onto your face yeah, in a twenty-four hour like period. Four o'clock. In the it's afternoon. barely been forty-eight hours. Yeah. It's like just forty-eight hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm not concerned. I'm gonna shave it tomorrow morning, and then that's I'll probably grow something back. Just keep going. See how far you can go. Here's my thing. I don't think I want to look like this for the wedding pictures. I'm gonna have two weddings coming. Right. Up. You want to look clean shaven for the wedding pictures. This is yeah. I'm just discovery. gonna yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna keep something short. Short and sloppy. Yeah. Yeah. Just like me. Short. Sloppy. <laughs> Fuck, what was I You're saying? You're pretty, I don't know. I was just Oh, aspartame and how, how I've uh, heard oh. some comments and I don't know how to, I haven't done any research, so I have no idea. But That's cool. That's, we don't need to do research yeah, on this podcast. fake news. This is a podcast. We don't need to do research. Yeah, exactly. Um, but apparently it's not as bad or it's not a, like to the extent that people are, have all, like that have told me growing up. Like aspartame, it's gonna put like fucking holes in your brain. Like it's terrible for you. And now they're like, I've heard comments. They're like, it's really like it's not even bad for you. Um, I would say that if you had to pick between sugar and aspartame, and again, I'm no learned doctor. This is a misinformation podcast. Yeah, I would think aspartame would be the better choice yeah because sugar gives you heart disease oh like it's crazy it's like sugar's the worst thing in the yeah. world yeah and drinking um, pop is just sugar it's yeah it's same r- with the ridiculous same you may with as well juice, just like dump a cup of sugar in your mouth it's ridiculous if you look at but this is the thing that drives me crazy too is like i see kids drinking juice and shit all the time oh that's just as bad it's if you look at a, a can of orange juice or apple juice and compare it to a can of coke it's almost identical in the yeah, sugar Yeah, I think content. Coke is like 60 grams uh, in a can, 
and I think the equivalent to orange juice is like forty or forty five. And people rationalize it they're like, oh no, it's it's fruit juice. Fruit's natural. Vitamin it's good for C. You. It's got vitamin C in oh, it, bro. Yeah, I forgot about vitamin C. How bad? Um, but the thing is, is like. In order to consume that many oranges where you oh. have that much juice, you'd have to eat 80 oranges. It's crazy. And you would never be able to physically do that with your body. Yeah. So it's, therefore, it becomes unnatural to consume that much fucking orange yeah. juice, right? Yeah. Like, if you'd like, if you'd like fresh squeeze like two oranges in the morning you get and like eat that shot. juice, you get like a shot, and that's probably about the amount that you should ever drink ever. Yeah. Maybe like a year. Or just <laughs> eat an orange. Exactly. Yeah. Eat oranges. They're good. Delicious. Yeah, they're Only underrated. the Florida ones, though, let's be honest. Do other places make oranges? Yeah, th- like here, when it's not like Florida's like orange season, um, and I don't know where they get them from, not as good. Really? I think so, yeah. I think it's Florida. Well, Florida, their license plates are just oranges. They're big on it. Okay, yeah. So they I prefer th- it. I'm pretty sure about that one. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a lock in my answer. This rise going straight to my head. I forgot what we were just talking about before. Aspartame and fucking thing. <laughs> Asparagus. Asparagus. <laughs> like, I also heard that aspartame like gives you stomach problems. Yeah. Because I had a. I I've had... heard like, ever to my knowledge, up until the last like two weeks, I've heard some comments being like, "Yeah, no, like there's some studies coming out being like it's not." It's really not bad for you. These studies are brought to you by the aspartate lobby. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> it That's could be. the biggest fucking problem. But you got to think, too. Like, it's it's used in, like, all pops. Now, again, pops aren't good for you. But No, you shouldn't be drinking it anyway. But if it's in all pops, like, it's got to be right on the line of fucking how much sugars are in them if you don't get that one. You'd think what by now you... if it was... If it if it was that bad, <laughs> if it was say? I don't know, it could have been fucking gibberish because I can't even remember. The uh... <laughs> that's what I heard. You didn't say that, but you said that's words you in heard? a jumbled order, and I was yeah. like, "You're like hey, 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 hey. It made sense in my brain. <laughs> it came out good in my brain. It sounded good. I'm happy with how this. I'm happy with every minute of this episode. <laughs> the uh... but literally every pop has like. A, a diet version of it. And if aspartame was as bad as they say it is, you'd think they didn't use, they wouldn't use it. I think that's a bad argument. True. Because <laughs> yeah. sugar is as bad as we know. But that's what I mean. But it, it doesn't, I, like to me, I think this is what I was going to make with my caveat. Like if you had to pick, I'm just guessing aspartame is probably better. But that's like picking between two poisons. Yeah. It's like this one's going to kill me way quick and this one's going to kill me less quick. This one like, might give me dementia. <laughs> like that's what. Like I don't think yeah, I don't think true. you should be drinking that shit anyway. True, but I'm sure the aspartame lobby has been creating some shell organizations that are funding some st- studies that are Maybe. like, hey, listen, aspartame's actually um, a cognitive improvement. Too. You should drink it instead of water. I don't know <laughs> if I go that far. There's probably a study out there that's like so like deftly corrupt that it's like. No, actually, like, f- fruit juice is better than water. <laughs> I'm sure it is. Uh, yeah, there's like, probably Think about how many studies come out constantly shit, that, yeah. like, all, like always lie under the fucking yeah. back burner. That is true. Because there's what? definitely corruption involved in studies. You know what never misses? It is always fantastic. What's that? The coldest of cold 
glass of water after being at like the beach or out in the sun all day. And then it followed by a pint of beer. Again, cold. I would have to agree. Like nothing hits better than I like, don't like cold water though. I'm a big lukewarm water kind of guy. I'm a very room temperature warm water guy because I'm a big fan of slamming water as yeah, fast yeah, as I can. Yeah, I slam ice cold water too. I don't like slamming ice water. Pussy. Yeah, I am. <laughs> it makes my teeth hurt. I get. Br- I sometimes I get brain freeze. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Uh, no, but nothing beats like a nice glass of water after being out like the sun all day. You I. Know? Followed by an ice cold beer. Ice cold beer, definitely. When I but you got to hydrate while you dehydrate. That's the thing. It's important. Yeah. I was drinking beer. I drank two beers the other day after golf, and I matched them like pint for pint with water, just two. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm sure I didn't drink enough water on the course. You never do. No, and I'm about to drink a liter of beer, so I might yeah. as well mix in a liter Match of it. water. Yeah. Um, Makes sense. Only time I actually will prefer cold waters if I'm very hungover. Okay. Otherwise, yeah, like if I'm pouring water, I'm cool room, room temperature. Because I just want to just bang it back and get it over with. Because I don't necessarily love the taste of water. Well, it doesn't taste like anything. kind of does. What's it taste like? Water has a, a flavor. If you've had water that's not great water. Sandy used to have a flavor. It does have a flavor still. It's terrible. I don't know what they do to that thing. Okay, exactly. This is my point. Aquafina also has a fucking flavor. Yeah, but if you're so does smart water, which is fridge water doesn't. Like if we go to pull a fucking glass of water out of your fridge, right? No flavor. But if you pulled fridge water out of uh, Kincarn, Ontario, (laughs) shit has a flavor. (laughs) I'm just saying, not all water is created equal, my friend. Water in Guelph is not is not good, and I drank a lot of tap water from Guelph. It's very hard water. Oh, that's what happened. It has a yeah. That's why. <laughs> that's why I'm so smart. <laughs> the fact that he, he, you were like delayed on saying that—that's yeah, because I'm so smart. Exactly. It's called comedic timing, my okay, friend. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. Um, uh, that's why I'm saying, like, out here we have Lake Ontario. I don't know what the fuck they have in Guelph. That shit's garbage. Everyone has a. F- it's so Lake bad. Ontario. It's not. It's like fucking an aquifer or some shit. Only an hour and a half nah, away. It's not. I'm telling you. It's different. Okay. Shit hits different on this Friday. It does, bro. <laughs> Ask anyone who's ever been to Guelph and have to drink uh, that fucking tap water, especially when you're hungover, cold or not, ice cold. Tastes like shit. Garbage water. <laughs> Holy fuck, dude. That's funny. So that's what I'm saying. Like, tap water has okay. a flavor. Well, yeah, that's tap water. You might that's have bad, fucking tap water. You might have bad taps, dude. All right, but that Kirkland water is just tap water. Yeah, it's Kirkland's, though. They got clean taps. I bet you they pulled that out of Ontario because I think Nestle owns like 80% of the fucking natural aquifers in southern Ontario. Who knows? I just said 80% as if that was a real number. <laughs> I have no idea yeah, how much they own. <laughs> fake news. It's probably like they own like 0.2%. Yeah. But I remember there was a kerfuffle a couple years ago because the Ontario government's like, sure, corporation, you own this water. Yeah. So and people are like, that's our water. It's like, is it? Because you pay property taxes on a house that you own. So. Yeah. Shit ain't yours. Nothing's yours. No, that's the depressing factor about yeah, life. It's crazy. I hate it. Yep. You can, this is, I 
this one gets me every time. You can own a house, paid off, $0 own on it. You don't own it. If you don't pay your property taxes, the town will take that home that you own. Yeah. And owe no money on. Yep. So you don't own it. You, you don't, don't own, own the shit. land. You just rent the land. Yeah, you don't own yeah, shit. We're just serfs. Yep. They just made us think that, like, no, you're not a peasant. Like, you're a peasant. Yeah, we're just serfs. That's yeah. all it is. Yeah. But it's like that everywhere. Mm. Why? There's, I guess there's got to be a country out there. I'm sure there's many countries where there's like not property taxes. There's no property tax. You just pay off your house and then away you go. Yeah. And the land, however much land you own is probably worked in. Like I understand. I don't because I think I'll, I'm a bit of a tax and theft kind of guy. Yeah. Right. Okay. I'm not a right wing psychopath. But I very much think that tax is a bit of a fucking scam. Yeah. So much more libertarian in that sense. So is the government. Yeah, they get it. They understand Greatest mafia of all time. They know that tax is a scam. But um, as I was going to say, like, I almost understand property taxes, but at the end of the day, I don't because, like, it's supposed to go towards garbage and education and all this There's a lot, yeah. Right? So so I, 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 I understand, like, you have to pay your taxes. But I don't understand, like, if you don't pay your property taxes. The government's like, we're just taking your house now. It's like, there should be some negotiation level because like, what is the point of like, I bought this property, didn't I? Yes, you did. Okay. But I don't own the property. No, not really. Because one day someone in the fifties came up with an idea like, Oh, in order to generate revenue for the town, we'll just put a property tax on there. And then it just escalated to a point where it's like, I guess we'll just steal your house. If you don't pay the property taxes, even though you own that land. Yeah. Because well, you don't buy land off of the fucking town. You buy it off of the last person that owned it. Yep. That's, it's actually... It's it evil. actually makes me angry yeah, thinking about evil. shit like that. Yeah. Like, uh, did you ever watch... You <laughs> yeah. Did you ever watch Hell on Wheels? <clears throat> no. You've told me about it, though. So it's like when they're making the... Um, it was the race to who could build like the the train system across the states. Right. And um, in like season three or four, I don't know, fuck. L- late in the series, the government rolled around and started putting in property taxes. Yeah. And you don't own the land. We own the land and you got to pay us. Yeah. And it's like, nope, but I own the house. Like, that's it was my house. Probably, it was probably conceived in a way. Oh, it, it, it was it, conceived in a way to be like, Fuck. I mean, I guess as the government, we have to own the land or else we might have to give some of this back to the natives. <laughs> Maybe. I think it Whoa. was, I think it was more just, well, that wasn't, on um, these, um, they, we like the government needed more money and we needed to create more bullshit jobs and pay other people to do bullshit things, but we don't have money to pay these people to do these bullshit things. So how are we going to make, how do we gonna? How are we gonna make money? How's the machine? How gonna am feed I gonna itself? be the mayor and make money? Uh, well, maybe how, you should. Tell me, Chris. Maybe you shouldn't because you're a public servant. Exactly. Right. Exactly. I could talk about this all day. You don't have to stop. I don't know where. If you want to, we can continue because we can go down. I fucking. How much money is the prime minister worth of Canada? Way too much. Like. I think like I don't, I couldn't even ballpark. I think they're like in the fifty million range, Whole, maybe more. Okay, that's more than I was going to put them. Okay, thank God I didn't ballpark that. And people, when you say that, are like, "Well, he's the son of a prime minister." 
correct, sir. He is. How much do prime ministers make? And how much did prime ministers make when his father was a prime minister? Where did all this money come from? Us. No. Yeah. Corruption. Well, yeah, but the money came from us. Like we. Okay, but what I'm saying, I think the prime minister of Canada makes like anywhere from like 150 to 300 thousand dollars a year. Decent coin. Yeah. Right. But that's. But you don't become worth 50 million dollars before your prime minister. Because your dad was prime minister in the seventies, when it was probably yeah, like that doesn't when it was up. probably like a hundred thousand dollars a year, yeah. and even if your dad was prime minister for fucking twenty years, doesn't that matter. shit still doesn't add up to fucking fifty, 50 million. plus million yeah. dollars. Yeah, true. But he probably shook down some businesses. Now he owns some businesses. Yeah, well, Canada's he owns one of the every least... business if you think about it in Canada. Yeah. And I'm not just I'm not just picking on um, Trudeau because he's an asshole. I'm picking on him because he's he, an asshole. No, he's the same as every other prime minister that's oh, come yeah, and gone yeah, since, yeah, yeah. right? Like they're, they're all, all the same. They're all like rich. It's like, how did you become so fucking rich? Uh, uh, being a public Collusion. servant. Yeah, corruption. Because that's Canada, it. I think, ranks like 52nd and 51st as like the competitive scale. Okay. It's very low. Probably the lowest in like industrialized Western nations. Probably the lowest. Okay. And competitiveness is like, basically like how free is your market as far as like for your consumers so like do you have a variety of options which the more options there are the lower the costs are which we've talked about this before but like canada loves monopolies on shit like we have one airline we have one telecommunication provider we have yeah. one this we have one that like well, look at the there's no competitive cell market. Phone providers there's really only two and the only reason that there's and two one went down for like three fucking days it's still out in certain parts. Really? Yeah, they're still sporadic. Holy fuck. Like, uh, like yesterday, my internet was also like... Yesterday, what was yesterday? Sunday? Sunday? Yeah. Yeah, like for parts of the day, it was like in and in out. In and out? Mm-hmm. Fuck. That's crazy. But I, I may have mentioned this before, but... So Bell... Bell built like the infrastructure for Canada. Right? Yep. And um, essentially, they let certain companies use that infrastructure. Yeah. In the United States, early on, like in the early 1900s, AT&T like built all like the wireless, like telecommunication shit. And then there was, and then they weren't letting other companies like use their shit. And the government's like, no, hold on. That's how you become a monopoly. Yeah. And that's an antitrust shit. And they're like, no, you can't do that. So they broke up. Like you have to allow that. And that's why in the States, like there's like fucking five off the top of my head, different cell phone Mm -hmm. providers and, Unlimited data and uh, unlimited talk and text is like 25 bucks a month in the United States. Yeah. Same in Europe, too. But in Canada, we pay the most out of anyone else. Yep. And the argument always is from the telecommunication companies like, well, why should we let some other company come in and use all the infrastructure that we built? It's like, oh, that's a great point. Why did you let Rogers do it? Yeah. Why isn't it just Bell? Yeah. Oh, because you guys are fucking colluding together in partnership with the government. Let's not leave them out of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah come on. <laughs> but the government always has their hand in it. Yeah, like they're e- it's either the chicken or the egg. Either the telecommunication company bought the government in order to like allow this to happen, or the government cut a backroom deal and was like, okay, we're only gonna let you guys exist because it's advantageous for all of us. Whatever. Yeah. So like, if you go into like Telus is under Bell, that's why Telus never went out, and like a couple of them use Bell towers. If you like follow all the money back, it just goes it goes back to the same two fucking companies. Yeah, and it's yep. like under the illusion of like, no, we have a competitive nope. system. It's like absolutely fucking not. Nope. We do. 
I remember when uh, Fido Fido came out, and they're like, we offer uh, like cell service in areas that Bell and Rogers don't, or what they say competitors. Okay. And it was like three areas <laughs> across Canada. Like in the entire country, which yeah, is that a large nation. Bell and Rogers supposedly didn't cover. Which feels impossible because I don't think Fido was putting up towers on their own. Yeah. But then when you looked at like the grand scheme of things, they had like the worst service where everybody lives. Right. So like in regular towns, you would have the worst service out of everybody. And that and they're like and that was like probably their only way to be like, we're actually an independent telecommunication company because they won't let us use their shit. Yeah. But it's like their advertising thing was like, we'll get you service in three oh, places. Hold on, let me take off my ears. He's right there. Go see him. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, he's not bad. Here. Do this live. Do it live. Kill him. Oh, he oh my God, he almost ran away. He almost died. <laughs> that was a fair size spider. I'm glad that was on camera. I don't think they could see the spider, though. Cause they I'm could see my ass, though. Totally blocking where the spider is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. All right, let's talk golf for a little bit, because it's okay. been a while, and we're fucking full swing of things. How's your golf? Pardon going? the pun. Yeah. Well done. I'm doing great today. Segways, puns. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on it. <laughs> Except for talking and getting sentences out. Don't need to do that. Yeah. So how's your golf game? I'd say it's up and down. It was up and down, but I feel like I've finally settled in a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. I, I know we talked about this. I don't know if it was on the podcast or if it was just on our own, but uh, I'm I'm definitely keeping my clubs in the garage this winter. And I'm going to go to the, the simulators. We discussed a, that privately and on here. One, yeah. Once a month, maybe. Just, just to swing. Yeah, just to just to stay loose and not forget how to do shit. Like, yeah, yeah it's not great you're hitting in a, a simulator, but it's better than not. And I, I, it's I'm better a than firm going believer. From, it's better than going from October to fucking doing April, nothing. not even swinging. I'm a firm believer. Like, there's a couple indoor, like, driving ranges. I'm a firm believer that the simulators are the better route to go if you're going to go indoor. Just because majority of them nowadays give you a lot of data that you can use, and if you know how to, if you, if you understand it, yes, you can try to diagnose like you can get pretty golf nerdy with it. Yeah, and you can try to diagnose like what the fuck you're doing in your golf swing and try to correct it or whatever. I'm not saying that we're fucking golf professionals. You're or, saying trying to fix it on the course in real time <clears throat> isn't an effective strategy, CJ? No, and I get you're saying you have to practice I get, on this. I get pretty fed up. When people try to do that, a.k.a. my dad. What's that? Trying to figure out, like, what's going on on the course. Oh, I was talking about myself. Oh, I don't... I, I stopped doing that. I, I've stopped doing that. I will... <laughs> if there's... um, if, In a nine, if there's, like, four, five driving holes, I might have four or five different swings. Inadvertently... But also, like, trying, like, I know what I, I want to do. Yeah. 
it just it doesn't always work. Like yeah, I figured it out. I played on Saturday, and I like I know the swing that I need to do. It just took me like four fucking holes to find like to, f- to get there. And I'm like, okay, out. that's a swing. And then I was like, I was there. Yeah. But like, I'm just not. Cons- it's, I. It's on the tee. I'm just fucking a head case. Yeah. I, and I, I like I literally just, say to myself, I'm like, trust. The I swing. just get fed <laughs> up. It's like, uh, and like when, I think the only time I'm like somewhat competitive golfing is with when I'm golfing with you. Mm-hmm. But we're playing for money. And, um, but it's like, I'll go out with like, like my brother, he'll like top his drive and it goes just past the ladies tee. He'll tee up another one and hit another one. And his second shot, he'll duff it and he'll drop another and hit another one. It's like, and then he parred the hole. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's a different story. That's a different story. But the, uh, it's like, dude, like. The golf course isn't your time to figure out like why you can't hit it straight or why you keep duffing your irons or like that's not the time. Time is to just like play and deal with like kind of. Also, it's what hard you to. Did. If you, I agree. I I mostly disagree with what you're saying, but I I I get what you're saying, and I'm just looking at it from a different angle. And I think it's, I think I know what, I think you're talking about it like in the sense like don't just drop a fucking new ball and just rip it to try and figure out what you did wrong. Yeah. Like, cause like early in the year is like when most people struggle. But like, if you just play those shots, you can work through it on the course. Yeah. I'm not saying give up on the hole and stop hitting your ball, but it's like you duff a shot. It's like, okay, like what'd you do wrong? Okay, and then try to figure, but like, don't drop another ball. And no, no, hit, hit another ball from where you just. No, I, it. I think, I think Walk you can. Fig- your... I think you can figure out more, and then ten steps up, hit your ball again. Hit your ball, even if you top it. Okay, hit it. Like you can figure out more in the two holes that you're like fucking doing that shit. Yeah, and get it back as opposed to just dropping. So yeah, I. But for me too, it's also like, um, I like a good. Pl- a good pace. Yeah, it's got to be like, like it keep does it suck when the course is slow. There's not a whole lot you can you like you can't really do much about that unless people are going to let you pass. It's hard to get into a rhythm. But when the entire course is slow, it's like I'm just you're going to let me pass, and I'm just going to sit behind the next group. So just fucking continue to play. Yeah. But um, unless they're like a full hole behind, it's like yeah, get the fuck. Yeah, out of yeah, here. yeah, yeah. Then let us fucking go through. But um, yeah, I. I I don't know. It I get frustrated, and it's like when you, you when you're golfing with somebody and they hit on on one of the holes, they hit three tee shots. Yeah, it's like K. Like the unless it's like I hit that one out of bounds, I have to hit another. Tee sure. Shot. Yeah. I'm just saying the cav- I know you know understand what I'm saying. I'm just saying the caveat for those listening. But the um, there there was a there's a like a theory, not a theory. Like people say is like if you play with with hacks, you'll be a hack. Yeah. And if you play with people that like, and this is like, I'm a fucking hack golfer, but I play, so I. I know, but we play legit golf. Oh yeah. So that, we're, we're like, counting everything. Hack is like mulligans fluffing up in oh. the rough. Like there's a tree block. My brother. You. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Right. But like, what, like, like if you're playing with people that are like, give me putts, free mulligans off the tee, uh, fucking an iron, like a, your fair, your shot in the rough is like behind a tree, so you fucking fluff it out, so you have a shot. Like yeah. that's hack golf. 
Yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. not a fucking great golfer. I play legit golf where, like, every shot, every penalty's counted. Yeah. And that's, like, that is better than playing bullshit golf. Like, yeah. you will learn and actually get better. Yeah. But if you play hack golf... Well, then you just think you're good and you're not. Man, like, you, that's, that's when, like, you want to fucking hustle some people. That's, like, my favorite thing ever is, like, I would say... 90% of the people I golf with the first time and I'm like, what's your handicap? And I'm like, okay, let's play for money. But I'm like, well, you got to play legit. And they're a lower handicap than me. Oh, we shoot higher. Yeah. Because they've never played a real round of golf in life. In yeah. Their life. They're not, they're not counting the second drive off the fucking tee. They're also giving themselves some pretty generous gimmies. Yeah. Like that's a huge difference too. Yeah. Like when I, I when I play with my dad and my brother, I, I put everything out, but for like my, especially my brother, like, He's just getting into golf. So, like, like he'll hit, like, four putts. And I'm like, dude, that's good. Let, yeah. Let's, let's go. Like, you hit seven shots on the way in here. Like, <laughs> that's enough. That's fine. You're good. You're good. Let's go. It's an 80-footer left. And, like, if you, if you put it, like, you, like, again, like, the only time I'm playing, like, competitively, one, in a tournament, if, like, it's a scramble, or with you guys on Thursdays. Um, other than that, like my dad, if he fucking puts it like within a foot, it's like, yeah, that's, that's good. Right. I don't care. We're not playing for anything. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to be in the PGA tour. I just, the only, my only argument to that is that if you are keeping a true handicap, just put everything in. Even yeah, if like my dad, my dad's not keeping make, a handicap make, make or the anything. Fuck, make the one footers 99.9% .9 of the time, but occasionally you lift those out. Oh, buddy. Yeah. Like more than you think. I've done yeah. on a whole fucking... Lift it out, then I pushed it to the left, and then I yeah. fucking miss it to the right, and it's just a disaster. At golf on Saturday, I was talking with one of the guys, and he's like, he's like, I three-putted from two feet. Yeah, Three-putted from two feet, and then the next hole, I hit an 80-footer. <laughs> <laughs> One-putted an 80-footer. It's yeah. like, but there you here, go. There's I, I golf. Saw, I saw the funniest thing, and it's like when you're putting for, um, it was like when you're putting for birdie, and it's like, I don't know. The guy was like putting like 10 feet, we'll say. And it's like he ends up like four putting. And then it's like when you're putting for bogey and he just like walks up, one hands it, taps it. Yeah. And, and it it's goes. like, again, it's like a 30 footer putt yeah. and it goes in. And it's like, that's just how it is. Like I, like probably a month and a half ago, I, I nailed a, uh, a shot from the fairway from like a hundred yards out and drained it. Yeah. It was for seventh. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't an eagle too. Yeah, you're. Yeah, you're never. It was doing not that an eagle too. Yeah. It was a fucking seven, right? Yeah, like that's like that's fucking golf. Yeah, I've yeah. only had one eagle two ever, and it was so long ago I barely remember. It was like six years ago. I don't know. Maybe I, longer. I don't even. I've, I've I've been putting for eagle, but I don't think I've had it an eagle in a long time. And even if I did, it was probably way back. I'm gonna guess it probably wasn't legit. Right. Yeah, like it is what it is. I've had one. Yeah. I've had one. And that was, it's got to be seven years ago, yeah. probably. I think if if you're learning to play golf. I just, think you should learn to If you're it. playing on the course, don't only drop another ball if you lose it. Yes. Or if you're like, I think I need to hit a provisional because I don't know if I'm going to find that. Here's the thing about golf. If you're an amateur. Sorry, we're all amateurs. That was the dumbest shit I ever just said. In my life. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a beginner to golf, yeah, the, there's two things you have to understand. There's one thing really you have to understand. It's just fucking rate of play. 
Rate of play, rate of play, rate of play. Yeah. So it doesn't matter whether you hit fucking 10 shots on the hole or eight shots on the hole or fucking four shots on the hole. As long as you're keeping a decent pace, yeah. you just have to be mindful of the group in front of you and the group behind you. Yeah. Then just fucking play your, play your nine. Yeah. But like if you're a beginner and you guys are holding up, you're losing gap between you got people waiting and you're about to hit your 10th shot and you're not even on the green yet. Might be time just to pick it up and just fucking move along. Yeah, you know, like yeah. But as someone who is who is learning and cares about getting better, I would say fucking put everything in if you have the time. Do all the penalty strokes because there's no like. Well, I tell you're I cheating tell, yourself. I, I tell my I brother cheated myself I, for years like that. Yeah, like, I, I like did when I was younger yeah. and shit. when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I tell my brother that, and I'm like, man, like, uh, what'd you have on the hole? Double bogey. I'm like. You were like double bogey off yeah, the how tee do you, box. Like, how do you figure that? Yeah, yeah. right. It, I took them all again. I'm like, I and I, I, I just say yeah, I, sure. I'm just like whatever, man. Like, yeah, yeah. If, if we're playing for money, it's a completely different story. Yeah. Like, I'm keeping track of. Like, I would have to keep track of his his shots. Oh, you fucking would, yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah, there's guys like even if it's on, a dollar, I don't give a fuck. There's some guys on the Saturday, and they're not cheating, but like they're older. Yeah, and you got to watch their shots because they'll just like they won't think about it and they'll be like, "Oh, that was a seven. It's like, like, bro, that was eleven. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you had an eleven. There's no and, and, they, and then you tell you them and you twice. go through it and they're like, "Oh yeah, fair enough. Like you're yeah. not. It is what it is. Yeah, but still, yeah, yeah. Like, it's a funny fucking game. Like I had, I had two eights, two bad eights. Yeah, on the thing, but I managed to pull my rounds together. Like, I, like one was. At the end, and one was at the beginning. It is what it is, buddy. You got to rally through golf. it. I play another guy in my group. He had an eleven on the front nine. He had a fucking ten on the back. It's fucking just happens. Look at me on the fucking. He put eighth two the, on Thursday, being stupid, thinking I could hit the ball out of the fucking weeds, and I should have just dropped it. And I three shots to get out of the fucking. I mean weeds. to talk to you about that shot. Actually, you tried to fucking. Finesse that shot. I did. You'd never do that. Yeah, I know. What you do is you take your pitching wedge. I don't care if you think you're fucking flying it or whatever. You take your pitching wedge, and if it's thick, yeah, you just get it the fuck out. Yeah, you don't try to land uh, that, it. Yeah, realistically, no, but I'm saying like you're, yeah. you will save yourself shots. Yeah, but realistically, yeah. I should have just, um, I should have just dropped because I didn't have, I didn't have a good. I would have been two shots onto the green. Your problem anyways. is also you found the ball. If you find the ball, you got to play it. Yeah. Right, so especially if it's not a lost ball, um, but just so you know, like, because I'm a good ta- caddy, not a great golfer, but when you're in that shit, yeah, and I've done it and I've gotten good at it, just get the fucking ball out. Yeah, who cares if it ends up over there, there, there? If it's yeah. out of there, it's better than being in there two more times. Yeah. So just you take a pitching wedge. My fucking uncle sometimes hits driver out of those fucking things. I, I was gonna say I yeah. should have probably just fucking grabbed like an eight iron and then and just make even you, if I miss hit whatever it, whatever club, even if I miss hit it, it's still it's still gonna yeah. have a little umph on it. To the the answer is whatever club you know you can get it out with, just get it out. Yeah, because that is more important than being in there two more fucking times. Yeah, which I was. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah, but like that's a, a learning experience. Yeah, and it again, was just, as a good caddy, not as a good. It golfer. was just. It was just. Dumb of me. And I'm pretty sure I could have dropped because I think that's like technically OB, isn't it? I don't think it was staked. No? I can't remember. I didn't look. Yeah, like I think if it's white, if it's if it's OB white, but no, it wasn't because there was a hole, a hole right there. So it wouldn't have been. It would have been red. So if you find it in a hazard, you can play it in red and yellow. But white, if it's OB white and you're behind the stakes, you can't technically play an out-of-bounds gotcha. shot. Okay. 
And the only reason but I know red, that is because I... red or yellow, you can? Red or yellow, if you find it, you can play out of it. Can you drop? You can also drop, but it's an unplayable, so it's still a, a penalty shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're still you taking a penalty, but you can Yeah, you drop. can declare it unplayable, but you have to, like, if you See, find See, and I should have just done that because I, yeah. I, I would have been... I, instead of walking away with an eight, I could have been... I could have maybe scrambled a, a six together, but most a seven. Yeah, double's fine. You're allowed to double. You know? I was watching... I don't know if you... Uh, know him from YouTube golf, but do you ever Rick Shields? He's yep. an, yeah. Love him. Yeah, he's a good guy, English guy. Yep. Um, and I was watching a video because this is how fucking hacky I am. I'm like, how to? It's like how to break a hundred, and it's more of a mental thing because he's like, you, if you want to break a hundred, you're allowed nine doubles and nine bogeys. Yeah. Don't even think about fucking pars. Don't think about no. anything else. You can three putt, whatever. And like, as I was playing on um, Saturday, and I was like having a rough hole, I'm like you're allowed to double bogey. I just kept saying that to myself and it honestly made a huge fucking difference. Yeah. And I only had two blow up holes, which obviously you want to avoid, but I still broke a hundred. Yeah. But it's like, okay, I'm allowed, I can double bogey every fucking hole this nine and I'm still going to break a hundred. Yeah. Whereas like mentally before I'm like, if I double bogey every hole in that nine, I'm thinking like I got to par out or else I'm fucked for hundred, which isn't the case. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm, uh, <clears throat> I've, just, like in recent years, I've stopped being like, uh, I've stopped hitting like multiple tee shots. Um, and your game's gotten better. Yeah. And if I, if I duff my iron, I'm not going to be like, uh, let me re let me redo it. I'm not going to play it, but let me redo it and hit a good one. It's like, what's the point? Like, what's Zero the point? point to that? You, you know, like if I want to work on my swing, I'm going to go to the range. Yeah. And then I can fucking work out the kinks and then. Whatever, but where the fuck this fly came from? All of a sudden, uh, it's been flying in the background for a little bit. Motherfucker. And uh, the uh, same with like putting. Like I'm not gonna sit there and like I did end up changing my putting grip, but that was after a round I played with you. I on my way home, I'm like my putting is shit. It's inconsistent. I'm like I'm gonna change up the grip. Didn't go practice it. Like at the house, I hit a couple balls on the carpet just to get a feel for it. And then after that, I just started playing with it, and I kept it. I haven't been in the range in a month and a half or two, something like two that. Two seasons like that. ago, halfway through, Quinny did the same thing. He changed his putting grip. Yeah, he did. He did. The, but don't uh, do it in mid. Don't do it mid round. He do didn't it, do it mid round. He just like decided after with that it. round, he's like, I'm going to start with this. Yeah. And I forget what the fuck it's. He went reverse off, grip. Reverse grip. Yeah, I tried that. Uh, it's so, it's so unco- hard. It's, it's so, so uncomfortable. Yeah, it doesn't feel natural. Uh, the I, I, I it do does, claw. It does, it does help you stay through it. A hundred percent. But it's for me like I cannot judge pace when you putt like so that. So I I switched to that claw, which is like you kind of your bottom hand is like a pincer. Um. And I, I, I'm, I'm just consistent. Yeah. I, I, I get it. Majority of the time, I can get it close to the hole. I'm, sure, I've had a couple, like, yeah, miss hits, like, yeah. leave it short. Or, or you misread you, something. You, yeah. you don't judge the speed correctly, or you don't realize you're on a downhill, and you are on a downhill, and then that thing's fucking a little farther past than you want it to be. Mm-hmm. But my putting has been a thousand times better than it has been in recent years, and it's consistency mm-hmm. and I don't care if I two putt yeah who the fuck cares as long as I'm not three putting and again I'm still getting like I feel like I'm hitting my irons better this year and I'm hitting them I think a little farther than I was previous years so I'm still you definitely are so I'm still trying to figure out like I am too because I'm hitting 
buddy, we're both hitting. Yeah, like, like it's crazy. Well, I put a I put a fucking ball out of bounds the other week there, and it was like uphill into the wind. Yeah, and it was like gone. A fucking club, a full club, long. Yeah, wait, I probably more than a club long. Yep, because it would shouldn't like even a club long wouldn't have put it out of bounds like that. The yeah, back. yeah. So like uh, when I played on Sunday with my dad and my brother, like I was. 135, I'm like, oh, I'll just hit an easy 8-iron. Like, 20 yards past the hole. Yeah. An 8-iron like, now is like 150. I'm like, holy fuck, dude. Like, I <clears> eat my <throat> fucking Wheaties. Like, I understand I hit it well, but like, fuck me. Like, Yeah, it's and that's that's a good way to, to lose fucking strokes. I went through it yeah, a couple now years ago. Now, now you're happy if you get a bogey on the hole. Yeah, like, I'm I'm always happy with bogey. I went through a, a couple years ago. And I'm finding it's creeping back now, but I think it's because I'm hitting my irons so well. Yeah. I'm hitting them what they should be. Yeah. It's not, not necessarily creeping back. I'm just maybe not concentrating where I should be. Right. Um, but I got this new iron set two years ago. And even before that, I was like, I was just picking the wrong club. Like I'd be standing in the middle of the fairway, hit a really nice shot, and it'd be 20 yards over the green. And it's like, what the fuck? Like this club should be that. And it's like, yeah. no, what you should do is go stand on the range. Hit five shots with each club, get an average. Yeah. And you're like, that's it. That's what yeah, it is. That's that's my yeah. thing. Because like you you get used, you fall into patterns where like, okay, for ten years, a seven iron's 150 yards for me. Where it's like, as you get older, your swing changes, or you get better clubs, or you whatever, whatever the is. fuck it whatever is, whatever it is, you get better. That seven iron's now 170 yards. Yeah. Or 160 easy. Whatever. 165. Whatever. Like, I think the difference between a club for like an am- amateurs like us is like probably 10 to 15 yards. Yeah. Yeah. Usually, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that's what they say, 10 to 15. But my range on clubs now is like, it's it doesn't fall where I want it to. Like mine fall on like fives. Yeah. I'm, so I like, think I'm close to you on that. Like, I, like. And you want it on like a 10. I want it on a 10. Yeah. Whereas like. An eight iron is probably like one forty five to one fifty, but it's gonna be one forty five. I know that. Yeah. And then it's like fuck, that seven iron's probably at least one sixty, one sixty five. Yep. That five yards is a big difference on a certain yep. shot coming in. Like uh I used to hit a seven iron every time on the par three over the water at Bloomington. Okay. Every time. Tees were pretty close to being as far back as they That's could, like one fifty. It's like a perfect one fifty yep. hole. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna. That's just the first par three of the front nine. Second. The fuck is the first, first one? Is uh, you have. This is on the front nine, right? Yep. You have forest on the left. Yes, yes, yes. It's a third hole. Right. Yeah. The third the hole is, is a par is three. The first par it's three. It's the first par three. Yes, I know the, what you're talking about. Seven is the second par three over the water. So Eight, that one's 150. Nine, yeah. And I always, always, for as many years as I can remember, always hit uh, a seven iron. There was only one day a few years ago where I hit an eight iron, but didn't realize that the wind was coming from behind me because the trees are there. So you're not getting the wind Mm -hmm. until it gets up in the air. Until it gets up in the air. And I flew the green with a seven iron. I'm like, what the fuck? And again, younger, hit another shot with an eight iron. Didn't play it, but I was like, let me see this. Like, did I just like hit a crazy seven iron or is something happening and landed middle of the green with my eight iron? I'm like, I don't know what the fuck. 
Gotta eat my fucking Wheaties that day or something. Two part poof. Two part three is on Saturday. And then uh, stiffed. We're both eight irons, one forty four and one forty eight. Both of them. Yeah, I'm I'm heading to my, the pin. I'm I'm like one forty, one forty five now with my eight iron, yeah. and uh, probably about one thirty with uh, with my nine. And uh, yeah, I stepped up, hit a seven iron, like maybe seven yards off the back of the yeah, green, that's a and club. I thought I was mid like. Yeah, you thought you I'm having it. a tough time seeing them land this year. I can follow them in the air, but I'm having a tough time like seeing it like all balls land, um, like wherever. Um, unless I duff it and it's right fucking in front of me. Yeah, those ones are unfortunately <laughs> easy to find. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, oh fuck! Like, guess that's my eight iron shot now. Like, fuck me. Unless it's strong wind, but. I think that's your eight iron shot because me and you are pretty similar. I think you yeah. hit a, a longer ball than me generally. Like you hit yours a little pretty. bit. We're pretty close, but I like watching you. I think you hit your. I think you hit every club more true than me, which is good. But it's also like yardage wise, like yeah, like I think you hit an eight iron one fifty. Nah, I don't think so. No, no, I think you do. I think it's. I think it's one forty. Depending on the wind, yeah. Yeah, like what? Because uh, the par three, I guess it's the first par three at Shaniki. Okay, I'm uh, going to hit you on the top of the head because this fucking yeah. flies everywhere. You knew oh, it. Oh, fuck. Now you left that way. Uh, the first par three at Shaniki, I think it was playing well, like 135. I had a nine iron. And I was yeah, you, right you in line there. with the pin. That is a deceptively hard. It's three. uphill and it's usually in the wind. And as soon as it and the green, it's uphill, but that green is slanted down. So even if you land on the green, you're landing on a downslope. Yep, you gotta hit. You gotta. You almost gotta pitch it into the the like the hill in into front of the hill. green. Yeah, I, someone could honestly hit like a four iron punch shot on that hole. Yeah, and probably be just as good as someone like la- lofting up a nice nine iron. Yeah, like I think your chances are about the same of holding the green because I've hit some shots on that green. Yeah. I'm like. Nice flight on it comes down. I'm like, that's going to be fucking tight. And it's rolled onto the fringe. Yep. Like 15 fucking yards rolled yeah, onto just the fringe. Going. Like just did not stop. Now, one thing that like I've never um, thought about when we're playing sneaky because we tee off like five o'clock, a lot of the greens, like after the first like three holes get sunshine all day. It's their greens. It's not the sun. Cause though I've played True, that, but I it's going to dry course it seven, up. No, I play that course at 8 a.m. Those oh, greens really? are just as fast. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's how they, okay. it's how they manage the course. Yeah. That's cool. like it's a true. That course is like. They're tough greens. Th- that course they keep in immaculate condition, and their greens are like pro greens. Like, yeah, they're they're tough. They they roll they true. Have, yeah, but they don't have a lot of uh, no. What's the ang- angle like break um, and stuff? I don't know what the fuck elevation means. changes. I don't know, but like they don't. Like, they may not break. Like, I don't think a, a green needs to be pro because every putt is, like, breaking 12 inches. No. But it, a pro green is, like, if that's a fucking six-footer and it's breaking three inches left to right, if you don't hit it true on that line, it's not going to go in. Yeah. That's, like, a pro green. Team. Yeah, yeah, No, I, I, they, I agree they hold 100%. their speed basically from the start yep. of the year right through. I agree with you. There's a lot of holes in that that do get sun. But I don't think, like, obviously, every course firms up. Like especially Throughout July, day, August, yeah. yeah, whatever. But I've played that course at eight a.m. and playing through the nine. There's not a ton of difference. I find okay. them pretty quick, okay. generally. And I just credit the course and like, yeah, 
how they manage it. Yeah, how it's a great fucking course. It is. It's a tough really little is. track. Yeah, I've yet to find an easy hole in that course. Because there's some holes that like there's some courses where like someone's like, oh, this is an easy par four or five or three. It's like I've never found an my easy knees hole are in always shaking on that first tee box. Always something shaking. about it. Always shaking. That that first tee, you and I should both hit like a fucking five iron. I hit because you'd hybrid. be like one thirty in. I hit my hybrid and it leaves me like a hundred yards in. Yeah, and I hit a driver and it's like you got a fucking in, finesse of the wedge in nose. Yeah, it's a fucking disaster. <laughs> Uh, Best game in the world, though. It really is. You uh, you got any Chris predicts this week? Mm. I was thinking about this before we started. I do, to answer your question. Okay. Chris predicts. Dun, 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 dun. Wizard. Um, so we're, it's, we're like six, we're like a week from the all-star break in baseball. Because, again, it's. Everything like there's nothing I care about that I would care about predicting right now. Yeah. Um, but we're six weeks we're like six days out from the all star break in baseball, which is the unofficial halfway point of the season. So I think I'll predict the division winners. Okay. From each one. Some of them are gonna be like, obviously you're picking them, they're fucking way up. Fair enough. Like sometimes you have to do that. The Yankees are on pace to like win like hundred and twenty two games this year. Holy fuck. Like I think they're gonna win the division. Okay. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I, I, I'd agree. But also like it is what it is. Like I'm, I'm also going to predict the wild card teams. So yeah, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do the baseball. It's a long haul prediction. We'll MLB. Next week. MLB division winners. So we'll start with the AL, AL East. Thank you, CJ. This is a professional broadcast. I also should have written this down before, but I don't care because it's my show. We're doing it live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. We're doing it live. Fucking thing sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that's still one of the best things. I was going to say, that's one of the greatest scenes of all time. And your pen died. There we oh, go. She's back. Kill that fly. Yo, get a Venus flytrap, bro. I don't think it would work. Mine's only thing. caught one. Yeah. And I've had it for a couple months. Okay, so NL East. Here we AL East, sorry. Uh the division that the Blue Jays are in. The Blue Jays have also lost like eight in a row. <laughs> uh the Yankees are gonna run away with that division. They're already one away. They are, holy fuck, fourteen games up. Wow. On the next team, which is and the next team is almost ten games above five hundred. Like that, like the next team would be like walking any division in this fucking. That's crazy. It's, they're doing like they are. That's insane. The Yankees are fucking retarded. They've been good for years though. This year they are fucking extra good. Extra extra good. This one, yeah. Th- this is another one. The Twins are gonna win their fucking division. I wanted to go Indians. Last time I predicted them, last year I took the Braves, who were like fourth place. They won their division and won the World Series last year. Shout out to your boy. That's me. Uh, (laughs) Okay, so, so far, I haven't predicted any uh, wild card. Yeah. Don't you have another? I do. I got another thing. I just wanted wanted to get to the wild card teams as I get to them. Sorry. Okay. And I'll add them. So each each, uh, league... Has two wild card teams. Okay. So the first wild card team in the East, or in the AL, is going to be the Boston Red Sox. Okay. 
and the second wild card team is going to be the Seattle Mariners. The Blue Jays are going to miss the playoffs again. What else is new? <laughs> Welcome to being a Toronto sports fan. Okay, so the AL West, your division winner is going to be the Astros, but the Mariners are going to finish second and they will get a wild card spot. On to the National League. I didn't realize there was like... The Braves are going to win their division again. Right now they're second. So in the NL East, the Braves are going to win the division. And the Mets are going to be a wild card team. I didn't realize there was like two different No, like the Mets. Leagues. Yeah, the Mets will be a wild Mets are a wild card team. Okay. NL Central. The Brewers are currently leading it, but the Cardinals are going to win it. Best uniforms in baseball, the St. Louis Cardinals. And the West, the Dodgers are the Dodgers, so they're going to win. So right now, my wildcard teams are the Mets, and the second-place team... I got to say, it's going to be the fucking San Diego Padres even though they blew it last year and wronged me. I think the Met, I think <laughs> I think the Brewers are going to miss out on their division, but I think the Padres are going to have enough wins even though the Padres have less wins than them them now. Okay. So the National League I have two teams that currently aren't leading the division. The AL is a little more boring. Every division winner is going to win their division. Sure. This is boring shit. It's baseball. It, it is, is what, what it is. is. It don't matter. But if you bet on these teams to win their respective divisions, in the NL, you'll probably have some money. Have you ever heard of a betting thing called prize picks? No. So I, because I started watching Bob Does Sports in his podcast, the brilliant, brilliantly dumb show. That's a great um, name. They're they're sponsored by Prize Picks, but they do like their picks for the like certain games in the week and shit like that. Now, a lot of their shit is usually during the football season, but right now they're having some fun and doing some golf. Um, but it's like you can do a parlay. So let's say you have, we'll say four, we'll say five. And if you hit three out of the five, you'll win money. You don't have to hit five for five. And this is on the specific betting app? I think so. It's with prize picks. All right. Well, oh, you know what I should do? Because it's the Open Championship this week. I should pick the Open Championship winner. It's golf. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Is it the, it's the British Open this weekend. I thought it was last. Did it? No. I, yeah, I think it just passed. No. It says right here, Open Championship winner. You can still bet it. Dude, it's this weekend. They're practicing right now. It's at St. Andrews. Oh. Then, oh, it was the Scottish Open. Scottish Open's always the week before. That's yes. what it was. Yeah. Sorry. I just remember it being open. All right. Who hmm. you got? Who you thinking? Who's looking good? Okay. Well, Rory is the favorite. I just, R- just Rory's been playing good. He's been playing good. He won the Canadian Open. Max Homa's been playing pretty good. I think this is what we should do. I think... I think we... we if you want to pick a winner, pick a winner. All right. What are you thinking I should do? Who makes... Like, golf is so weird. 
like if you're gonna pick a winner, you gotta pick like four. Or you go Okay. I'll or, pick, I got I got a good four. Or you go like top uh who's making the cut. So who's yeah. making it to the weekend? Oh like wild card. Yeah, I don't know. I don't follow that's much more like niche golf, which I'm not yeah. into. But I I'll tell you what who's worth a shout at fifty one to one is fucking Tiger Woods. A ten dollar bet? What, to win on, the fucking on, you, the, the British what Open, are the odds? fifty-one to one. That's it to win for Tiger. That's terrible odds for him. But like, I wouldn't bet against Tiger to win the fucking British he Open. He is playing. Okay. Anyways, these are my two fucking. These are my I two wild card were, picks. I thought they were way crazy. I'm gonna pick four for you. Okay. I'll yeah, I think that's the way to do it with golf. Like, I'll pick four. There's a hundred. What is it? Like 150 players. Yeah. It's and you got to pick one winner. It's gonna be tough. Golf is so ridiculous, dude. I thought the odds were like way crazier than that, like seventeen hundred to one. Oh, I can go. I got the full field here. Like I'm, I'll tell you who. Yeah, here we go. No, but like fifteen hundred to one. Even, but like even for like uh, like Rory and Tiger and those guys. Like I thought well, the Rory's odds still ten to one, bro. That's I know, but good odds. Yeah, I, I'm not saying it isn't. And but that's like, the favorite. You're also, you're also betting against 149 other players. <laughs> right. Like I, I really the Tiger Woods at fifty fucking one, fifty one to one. Yep. That's worth a five dollar bet because it's fucking still Tiger Woods, and it's at the, it's at St Andrews. Which if there's a course in Britain that he has the best chance of winning at, I say it's St Andrews. Yo, that Tiger Woods is an absolute maniac. That guy, like, He almost broke. lost his leg in that last car accident. I didn't even realize that. Oh, yeah. He got, like... His hit. leg was that fucked. Yeah. But he was playing around, slipped, because he was hitting a shot, and he was on the cart... Like, his feet were on the cart path. Slipped. Fucked up his knee. Played the rest of the round and won that tournament. Oh, that was the U.S. Open. I and, remember watching and, that. And his, like, caddy oh, yeah, or somebody was like, dude, like, I think, I think we should just call it. And he said... Fuck off. Yeah. I I'm got winning this. this thing. Yeah. And he did. And he did. And he made a putt on the 18th hole to force a playoff. And I'll never. And it was like 30 Ridiculous. foot. Putt. Was, I, I remember watching that tournament. 2008 US Open. I'm almost certain that was it. Yeah. It was like one of the best. Because I was like a big fucking Tiger fan as a kid. Still yeah. am. Yeah. I love Tiger. I watched a lot. I watched him win a lot of tournaments. But yeah. like that one was like. That one was fucking awesome my because he was limping every hole like yeah he snapped his broke his fucking leg yeah my favorite golf shot of all time uh we'll say putt or we'll just say one of my favorite golf shots is where a tiger hits a putt to win and he just literally hits it takes his hat off and goes and shakes yeah before it even lands in the hole literally before it like Got yeah. two feet away from him. He's not even watching it, and then just goes and gets his ball out of the. It's cup. unbelievable. I'm like, you Son cocky motherfucker. I love it, and I fucking. A lot love of it. people hated him for that shit. Who the fuck cares? I agree. I I am full agreement with you. He brought so much excitement to the game. Fuck. He changed the game. It's just like when all the young guys came in, like uh, Spieth and. Fowler. The, the they, thing is, though, if you look at the ratings, they don't even move the fucking oh, needle. Uh, true, but Tiger, for me, I, for Tiger me it was changed cool the game. To see. Tiger changed the game, and he also broke the game because golf is like yeah. 
without Tiger, oh, it's weird. It's dead. Yeah, but it and was so it was many just, good golfers. It was just cool to see. Like you had Ricky Fowler coming out in all these outrageous colors. Yeah, and then like uh, Spieth and Justin Thomas and Fowler and Dustin Rory. Johnson. Like yeah. they were all like friends. Like they all hung out and played golf. Like when they weren't in tournaments, anyways. Like mm-hmm. they they were like it was cool to see that. A lot of those guys were like junior golfers. Yeah, they all grew up together, right? Yeah, here we go. All right, here we go. Okay, so I will also give the odds for these guys, but these are my top four. Cam Smith, I think, is a fucking great bet at 23 to 1. Yep. Uh, I got Xander Shoffley at 15 to 1, Scotty Scheffler at 17 to 1, and I took Rory at 10 to 1 just because Rory's playing well the last month. Yeah. And then a dark horse, how do you not bet on Tiger Woods at 51 to 1? Yeah, do Tiger. Yeah, you got to. Yeah, Even so that's it, a dark horse. But there's my prediction. I think one of these four, five might win. I agree. There yeah. are all all those guys are playing twenty three to one. Fantastic. Is the only odds. guy, like, and I don't know, like I would imagine he's going is uh, Max Homa. But I also like Max Homa. You don't have to like. I want to see his odds though. Just he, not, he, not to I'm pretty sure. You. I just want to see what I'm they pretty are. sure he played really well at the Scottish Open. Usually the Scottish Open winner does well. That's the old thing. If you win the Scottish Open, you'll win the British Open. Scottish Open. What's his name? Oh, Max? Fleetwood was uh, tied for fourth. Tommy Fleetwood's 29-1. Max, to one. Max Homa. Uh, maybe he didn't do so. Oh, wait. I'm way down here. These guys didn't Max Homa's 41-1. to one. Where'd he end up? Because he was doing good on, like, Saturday. Ooh. Tied yo, for Desham- 16. Yo, DeChambeau is 67 to 1. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus Christ. He hasn't been playing very good golf, though. No, he hasn't. Jordan Speed. Oh, Matt Speed Fitzpatrick. Is a... He had a good... Uh... Fitzpatrick's a good golfer. Yeah. He's 17 to 1 as well, but I got Scheffler over him. Yeah. Fuck a recession. Yeah. There There's you your it. fucking Chris predicts. Fucking there you go. And let's get out and of here. And we're back, baby. Uh, thanks for watching. Hope you guys came back. It's been a while. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bro, deuces. See ya.